Good morning, everybody. I'm Jake with Mission 4110, and this is your Monday morning moment. So maybe some of you know, maybe some of you don't. I really enjoy movies. Uh, one genre of movie that I really like uh, is comedy movies. I think sometimes it's nice to just be able to just turn off, sit back, enjoy a good laugh, and watch a good comedy. You know, there's something to be said about the healing properties of laughing. But anyway, this isn't what our morning moment is about. One of my favorite movies is a little movie. Hmm, maybe not such a little movie. It's a cinematic masterpiece called Caddyshack. Now, we're not going to go in depth in Caddyshack, but I think one of the reasons that I really like Caddyshack is because there's a deeper meaning to the movie. If you look at the movie, they actually it's not just a comedy about a country club where they're playing golf, but you can actually see them making fun of the differences between the rich and the poor. They, they really put the rich people in a very bad light, and they really bring out the social injustice for the poor, and they're able to do it in a way that is really funny, actually. And as much as we'd like to think that that is, you know, just a movie, it's really something that happens all the time in our lives. You know, if you look around the world, we see that it seems like the rich keep getting richer, the poor keep getting poorer, there's a, there's a bigger divide, and it seems like the world is built to please rich people. And I hate to say it, I, and I know that there's a lot of, this is a very hot button topic, but... I think there's some truth to that. And so what we find is that, well, it doesn't look so good. And as much as we'd love to think that this doesn't happen in our churches, well, unfortunately, it does. Our scripture reading today comes to us from James chapter 2, starting in verse 1. It says, My brothers and sisters, believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, must not show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a, a poor man in filthy old clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, Here's a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, You stand there or sit on the floor by my feet. Have you not discriminated amongst yourselves? and become judges with evil thoughts. James is actually speaking to something that he was probably noticing within the church, where the people that were coming in there that had, had riches were getting treated way better than the people that didn't have any. You know, And it doesn't surprise me. I mean, if you think about it, back in those days, the church was being persecuted left and right. And so they probably thought, you know, if we could get somebody in here that had money, that has social influence, that has power, maybe it'll start to change the way people think about us. It's a, it's a very easy trap to fall into. But the problem is, is that you're negating a whole nother class of people, people that Jesus spoke about frequently. James continues by saying, Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom? He promised those who love him. But you have dishonored the poor. Is not the rich who are exploiting you? Are they not the ones who are dragging you into court? Are they not the ones who are blaspheming the noble name of him to whom you belong? You know, <laughs> Jesus came not just to be a savior, but he brought with him this eye on social injustice and he really did focus on the poorer people in in the that day and age where he looked at them and he he used them as examples and and he, God has chosen poorer people you know it's funny that he says that that the people the those who are are poor in this world are rich in their faith but 
think about it for a minute. If you have nothing to look forward to, if you have nothing and you're living paycheck to paycheck and, and you're finding yourself having trouble paying the bills, sometimes all you have to rely on is your faith. You know, you look to God and you say, God, there's got to be something better. There's got to be something that, that is out there for me that, that doesn't involve the stress and the anxiety of, of having to deal with the money issues. And so they do, they dig in, they dig in deeper to their faith. And then God says, because you've struggled so much on this earth, you're going to inherit the kingdom because your faith is so strong. And then James throws the rich people under the bus a little bit. And I I want to preface this by saying that, you know, there's nothing wrong with having money. There's nothing wrong with, with being rich at all. You know, yes, Jesus warns uh, of being rich, but you know, if you think about it, there's a lot of Christian people out there that do have money and they do use that money the way it's supposed to be used. But then there's a lot of other people that use that money for the wrong reasons. You know, James says that, is it not the rich who are exploiting you? Aren't they the ones that are, that are exploiting you? They're using you to make themselves get richer. Are they, they're, they're treating you like a less than just so that they can get work out of you, you know, the slaves and and the people that are working in the fields for these very rich people. They're, they're using you. They're using you to get, to get richer. And then he says, are they not the ones who are dragging you into court? They're the ones that are, that are dragging fellow believers into court to sue them because they feel like they're owed money. It was a story in the book of Acts, um, where, where, Paul and Silas are in Philippi, and there was a woman who was following them, and, and she was demon-possessed, and she was screaming, you know, that the, these, these two men are from the Lord Most High, and that people need to listen to them. And, and finally, Paul gets so annoyed with this woman that he turns around and he casts the demon out. And the wealthy slave owners that were using her as a fortune teller drug her in front of the, the courts, the court of public appeal and a public opinion, and ended up flogging Paul and Silas. You know, the rich people were just, had no issues with, with taking a hold of, of poorer Christians and taking them to court because they were owed money. And then he says, are they not the ones who are blaspheming the nailable name of him to whom you belong? You know, they were using their, their influence in the church to kind of influence the church by, you know, talking about the things that, that, um, by making the church teach things that would make them feel better. They were, they were teaching, having, using their influence and their power to make sure that the church was becoming more and more wealthy and more influential when they were negating everything that Jesus had really taught them. And they were doing it all in the name of Jesus. You know, as much as we would like to think that these things aren't happening in our world today, they are. And there's a very fine line that a church has to walk between being a church and becoming a country club. It's, it's kind of interesting that, that we're talking about this today because Aaron and I were just watching uh, the Hillsong documentary that came out on Discovery Plus, and they talked about how Hillsong New York had a VIP section, and one of the volunteers there said he sat just a regular person in the VIP section, and Somebody pulled him aside and and was screaming and yelling at him because we don't put regular people in the VIP section. And this is a church that still is technically in operation today. Something to really think about. And the the problem is, is that when we allow ourselves to fall prey to that trap, 
it really damages our, our image. When things like this happen within the church, it becomes front page news. I mean, when I said the Hillsong documentary, I'm sure that for those of you that, that are really paying attention to what goes on around the church and the headlines that, you know, those headlines that Hillsong made came flooding back and they continue to, to come into the newspaper even still today. And unfortunately, what they're doing is in the name of Jesus Christ. But as followers of Christ, our mission is to look after those people that that church was throwing in the standing room only section or, or making sit on the floor. We are called to take care of those that cannot take care of themselves. The poor people, we're supposed to take them under our wing, bring them amongst us, teach them, help them, maybe even give them the assistance that they need. And yes, I know there are people that abuse the system, but that's not for us as church to judge. One day they're going to have to answer for what they did with what we as a church did for them. But until then, we have to sit there and help them as best as we can, because we are the hands and the feet of Jesus. And one day, and I'm going to skip ahead here, because this is what James says, skipping ahead to chapter 12, he said, speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will, will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. One day we're going to have to answer to what we did, not what we know. We can memorize all the Bible verses we want. We can give all the money in the offering plate that we can. But one day we're going to have to answer for what we did. And that kind of gives me a chill up my spine when you think about it. Because I hope, I hope that what I do here on earth is enough to please my Father in heaven on that day where I will be judged not by what I could provide to the church, whether it was monetary or, you know, a number, a butt in a seat, if you will. But what I was able to provide to those people that needed my help the most, that needed the mercy and the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's really the most important thing. Let's pray. Father God, we walk a fine line between church and country club. If we lose sight of who you are and what you have called us to be and what you have called us to do, it's so easy to fall into that trap where we just become all about the show. Father, I just pray that we are able to take care of those people that need you the most, that we're able to, to look after the poor and the orphan and the widow. And that one day when we do stand before you in judgment and we tell you about all the wonderful things that we did for the people that needed them the most, that you look at us and you say, well done, good and faithful servant. In your name I pray. Amen. All right, everybody, if you haven't had a chance, go check out the new Mission 4110 website. That's www.mission4110.org. Um, there was a blog post last Wednesday. I hope you were able to check it out. And then this Wednesday, I'm actually going to cover that brief little section that I skipped over in the blog where we're going to be talking about sin and breaking the law, I think. And it, I think it's going to be a great blog post. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you go check it out. You can subscribe for the blog on the website there where it'll you'll get a notification to your email. Anyway, I went a little long today, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I did, and, and it's an eye-opener for me, too, what we discussed today. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great week. Take care.
God bless. Thanks for listening to today's Morning Moment. It is my hope that today's devotional has inspired you. And if it has, can you do me a favor and share it? And then just take a few minutes and rate the podcast as well. These two things will help me immensely to reach more people and to help them to experience the gospel of Jesus Christ like never before. Also, don't forget to subscribe so that you can get the podcast when it releases. If you'd like more Mission 4110, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, thank you for joining us on the Mission 4110 podcast. Take care and God bless.